We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. regulation. We don't even know what that feels like anymore. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes postgame show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey and Craig. And uh, yeah, um, Craig's not all there. The World Baseball Classic was just on. There was a lot going on tonight, but we're here to talk about the Arizona Coyotes losing to the Winnipeg Jets. Among other things, yeah. but it, but we look yeah. at we look at this one and we knew this was going to be outside of the mullet magic area. So you get left the state of Arizona. They haven't won in regulation on the road since February 13th in Nashville. <laughs> I'm not sure I see many wins on the road this year for the remainder of this season. There's four more road games. I'm not sure I see a win. The, Maybe the, the two games in Seattle. The problem is they those, yeah. play a bajillion home. Games. I know. Like I'm sitting here games. with you guys, and obviously we do our daytime shows. It's the three of us. But I can't even like remember the last time the three of us sat here together on a post game show. I try to block right? it out of my right? memories. Yeah, that was a crazy schedule. That had to be close and they to won the, all those games. The grilled cheese time, no? Wow, that was like, no. That was a good night. It was wow. a great wow. Yeah. I'm now very hungry, but <laughs> I ha- like I had to at least be around them. Yeah. That might be right. Yeah. That's kind of right. crazy. That's crazy. Well, but anyway, and it just feels feels just as long since the Coyotes lost. In yeah, and it's funny because this one is a game that, and when we talk about going into Winnipeg, the Winnipeg Arena, it's a difficult building to play in, difficult city, a city that's trying, this team's trying to make the playoffs. They're a little built a little differently than the Coyotes. I, I think they're, you know, they're a little more skilled, but they've got the speed and size similar to Coyotes. I, I thought this would be, I thought they'd roll them tonight. I really thought Winnipeg was going to sitting at home, rested versus Coyote team being the first time on the road in a while. I really had the Jets pulling away in this one, and it just didn't happen. And, and if you looked at the first period as any indication, it kind of felt it was going to go that way. The Jets were much better in the first period. But yeah. it's, we've seen this Coyote team do it over and over and over again where the first period they struggle, and they continue to get better, and they never give up. It's the same that we've seen the entire season. Second period, they were the better team. They don't shot... 18 to 3. They outshot Winnipeg in the second. 18 to 3. That's unbelievable. For a team it's trying to make the playoffs. Like, what? What? If you're trying, right now, if I'm Winnipeg and I'm Coach Bonus, I'm going, what the? Like, this is Arizona. You just got outshot 18 to 3 at home in a game that you could put them away in the second period. And, and, they, and Winnipeg needs the points. They're Absolutely. In, they're they in the playoff race in the West. It's mm-hmm. interesting to see all these playoff teams not playing up to their best right now. <laughs> 
There's a lot of them. Yeah. And, and we're going to see as we get into our playoff previews. It is wild. Well, in class. Look at Ethan's profile picture. Oh, my God. That, Ethan. Ethan Henry, that is money. That's awesome. Um, for those listening, Ethan's profile picture is the banner that the Coyotes beat the Toronto Maple Leafs in 2022. <laughs> um, anywho, sweep, by the way. in classic Coyotes fashion, they outshot their opponent and lost. Um, very on brand. And I think that 18 to 3 period was a big factor. So let's look at the rest of the numbers, got to give credit to the Yotes. They killed off a t- double minor. Yep. Um, they were 0 for 3 on their power play, but Winnipeg was 0 for 6. So Coyotes PK came through. However, yes, there was a shorthanded goal, but that doesn't really show on the stat line. But lots of penalties in this one. But a couple of things. The O'Brien thing, that could have been the turning point, the TSN turning point of the game. It takes a four minute high sticking. That could have easily done it. But this team. In the second period, did it again. Too many men on the ice. I gotta tell again. you, when, when I and I'll be fair, I, I, I was working for a significant portion of tonight's and game. And that's everybody listening, watching's fault for sending. Yeah, sending so many. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I did say that. I'm like three and a half days. Thirteen <laughs> questions in my mailbag, which is a record, and I no longer want to set any records. I really like to go back to the old days when you know it was like fifty or sixty. Yeah. Because that's a lot of that questions. That just shows how popular you are, Craig. I don't know. Like, if I didn't mail big, just, Lee and I did one, we had two. Anyway, 113 questions. But but getting back to my point, like when I, I've heard all these narratives about how the East is going to be brutal, right? Because there's so many elite teams and there's this narrative out there that the team that survives the East might lose to the team in the West because they're just so beat up from yeah. the playoffs. Who's to say that the West isn't going to be a gauntlet as well? I think there's parity in the West. It's just at a lower level. Like, I, I don't see an outstanding team in the West. I know Colorado's a defending Everybody keeps champ, saying Colorado. But they're not the same team. Have you seen it? Like, no. I don't have AAJ well, we'll and Rudo. Them, we'll see them twice no, this weekend. They're not the same, not the same team. team. They sorry, lost they're Naz not. And I'm sorry. That's, that was a big loss. They, McCarr's they in and out of the lineup. He's yep. out of the lineup again. Yep. So you never know who's going to play. Landeskog hasn't played all season long. Their goaltending's been iffy at best. Yep. This is not last year's Colorado team. I agree. And they, everybody, including our friends at DNVR that I'm sure you're listening, everybody thinks they're going to turn it on like a light switch, and it doesn't work that way. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and, and Vegas doesn't strike me as an elite team either. They're a good team. They're a very good team. They, come, they could come out of the West because the West is not very good. But do I think they're going to beat the team from the East? Because, oh, they've, what, yeah. what is Vegas going to like sweep three rounds or something? Yeah. I don't think they're going to get win rounds easily in the West because they're just not that good. Nobody is really impressing in the West. And when I look at Winnipeg as a potential playoff team, I think, ugh. But, but again, you're, you're looking at what the East has to offer deeper, stronger, better built teams. I mean, there's, there's, they're, there's deeper, they're better. Yep. The Rangers, no Boston, Tampa, Toronto. By the way, Chris, thank Carolina. you for watching a little bit. Of, Chris is watching a little bit of hockey after I know she sat and watched. But, but Chris, is, we know her first love is baseball. We get it. But she came over here. There's Chris right there. That's all right, Chris. Chris, jumped, yeah, Chris we, know and, you're, we know that where you're rebounding. Think things and write sentences. By the way, that was the quote of the year. Quote of the year. Think things and, and write sentences. Will, is gonna go, and, so, and Chris true. is going to the PHF really, championship on Sunday. Really might have to make that she, my Chris is bio. going to the, the championship. That's awesome. By the way. Toronto Minnesota match. Toronto Minnesota. Let's go Minnesota. I think Let's there'll be go some Toronto. Some yeah, there'll be some friendly some betting. Friendly betting. Yeah. yeah. How Chicago do? Oh, never mind. Yeah. So, a couple things in this one too to, to throw on. I know we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on a game in Winnipeg when they got to play again tomorrow night in Edmonton, which again on TNT by the way. TNT. So that by the way, it don't Biz, match up well with TNT, that team at all. By the way, eight thirty start local means seven thirty start here. 
Buddy, can't they be the early game? I loved our this Flip five the this five o'clock start today. I wish all of us <laughs> not happy. Yeah, this was seven thirty. But but I think that Edmonton is better. But Edmonton's top end is much better than Winnipeg's. But what Winnipeg does well, they do well at home and they play fast and they get to the net hard. And they were one of the most aggressive teams around the blue paint in the league. And they just didn't do that tonight. And I don't know if it was because I, I don't even it can't be because Arizona managed the puck because Arizona didn't manage the puck well in their defensive zone, at least for the first 20 minutes where they had all those turnovers. Um, so I don't think that's the best that Winnipeg can play. They're a team that's up and down. I think they were more down than up today. And cue the Roman read. Um, so <laughs> oh I, I think I, I think that team can play better than that, and they will play better in the playoffs. But this was just the recipe we've seen from the Coyotes all season long. They just never gave up, and they kept going at it in this game. And it was the top line again that that created the offensive opportunities. Do you think the playoff field's set in the West? I think anybody from the bottom's getting in. No, now. I don't either. I think it's done. Yeah. And I think I think it's similar to last year where we saw last year. It was pretty much set by January for both sides. I don't think the East is still uh, – that's tight. Yeah. The East is really yeah, tight. Yeah, Florida, Florida lost just, tonight, yeah. But they overtook in the playoff. Pittsburgh, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Lots of – Ottawa lost again tonight, by the stuff. way, so that's good for the Coyotes. Yes. A lot of good things did happen tonight in the realm of the league, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But just to – finish about this game mm-hmm. let's go over your keys oh, keys to the game because i'm trying to do a better job of getting this done in the first yep. segment. Has keys i do yeah. huh. so the keys if survive <laughs> the first period and it's just everything we said it's about traveling it's about going to a, they haven't been on the road for a long time surviving the first they did not do that no they didn't survive the first they were down uh, two nothing at the end of one eh. that that's just the hard knowing you got to come out of there at best you got to come out of the first period even Second, uh, can't give Jets rush chances. The, the only turnovers they did were on the special, like the, the first goal is the turnover at the blue line, but that's on the power play. So I thought they actually managed the Jets speed fairly well in this one. I'll give them a half on that one. Goaltending. He was, I mean, he was okay. He was okay. Yeah, but was. this wasn't a 40 game. This is 25 shots. Right. This is the team that usually dominates too. Yeah, this wasn't a 40 or a 46 game. I, I'm going to give it a half. We give goaltending half. I don't think he was extremely tested today. It wasn't one of those games where you say, oh, my God, Veggie was amazing. I don't fault him for the goals. Hellebuck had an amazing save. Hellebuck. Yeah, that save on on, on the defenseman. Kessel Ring. Yeah. See, I'm losing names. I could say number five, but I always said David Tanabe. So <laughs> if you only get two half points, Leah, it's, it's a loss. It's a Coyotes loss. But I promise it wasn't all negative. First of all, we can be positive about the fact they finally lost. You can be positive about the fact that it was a 2-1 close game and that even though Winnipeg dominated in many facets of this game, the Coyotes fought hard and stayed in it and it was close. And I think, Petey, you were wondering why they didn't pull the goalie in A little. It's hard. It's hard when you have a penalty and you're short. You're killing a penalty through the end of the game. It is a difficult thing to pull your goalie because you know you're at best now you're going to be five on five. Yeah. But two things. Does it really matter if the Coyotes lose by three? Or, no. Three, one, it two, only one, matters yeah, yeah. to the people who bet, bet the puck line. So, so for <laughs> me, the first time they had the puck up the ice, I was surprised they didn't pull him the first time up the ice. It was under a minute to go. It was about 48 seconds. I thought for sure he was going to leave then. Luckily, they didn't because quickly Winnipeg broke out and, and had an opportunity. But if you're going to, like, and I'm not ever questioning a head coach in the National Hockey League. Well, I do sometimes. I guess. <laughs> Lots of times I do. But not this time. He, he's got to feel the bench. And if you don't feel you can gain possession of that puck, I, I get it. 
I get it. But but you're shorthanded right through the buzzer. It's it's really tough. And Valamaki takes that tripping penalty with uh, with under two minutes to go. Tough call. I mean, he slides and he's laying full body and and takes out the feet of the Winnipeg player. So that's a tough call. But you're shorthanded. It's hard. It's hard to come back against a team like that. Yep. But positives. The Positive. first line, the first line of Keller, Hayton, and Schmaltz continues to be unbelievable. I mean, Keller and Hayton just get it done again. Barrett Hayton's goal from Keller and Schmaltz, of course. Um, Keller, that great backhanded shot, and Hayton was right in front of the net. Hayton, that was his 15th goal. Like, he's within a stone's throw For, of He 20. had one through 33. Yeah, like... He is completely Phenomenal. taken off in the second half of the season. Keller, that was his 76th point, yeah, which he... ties Jeremy Roenick in yeah. points in a season in 2000, Coyotes 2001, history. yeah, one of Roenick's seasons. So that's an unreal feat. He's Keller's on a nine-game point streak, the second highest of his career. Hayton's on an eight-game point streak, which already extends a career high. And the combination of the two in the month of March, 32 points in March. Yeah, and I said this about Keller in the last story I wrote, but... He's now, he's obviously climbing the charts. With three more points, he moves into second all-time in Coyotes history. Points in a season, which is crazy. He's going to get there. We know he's going to get there. And he's, he's just He's going to get to 80 points He's now. four away from 80, and he'll yeah, be the second ever. Ten points behind Keith Kachuk's all-time record with 11 games to go. And he's a point-per-game player. He's better than a point-per-game player. He's, he should get it. It's crazy. He might break the record. He He's on pace to break the record. It's unreal. Yeah. It's it, unreal what he's done and what mm -hmm. and it's what he's done and what Hayton's done and I feel like a little bit they go hand in hand because yes Hayton's finally had time on this line with these guys and on the other side Keller's improved his game so much and as we've talked about he's making the players around him better and they've just found this chemistry that we first only attributed to Keller and Schmaltz but now it seems like Keller and Hayton have found it too. I've been wondering about Barrett Hayton, like how much of this is Clayton Keller yeah. and how much of it is Barrett Hayton. Yeah, and we'll, it's a we'll good probably, question. We'll, we'll find out at some point because people, you know, people have asked me this. One of the 113 questions I got in my mailbag <laughs> was, is is Barrett Hayton going to stick as the number one center? I don't think they view him as a number one center. What he's doing right now over, mind you, just half a season, it's not enough of a body of evidence to say, oh yeah, he can be a number two guy right now. He's producing like a number two center right now. You'd love to have him keep doing this, and maybe you have that position solved. At 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 least you have a middle six center in Barrett Hayton now with all of his abilities. He's a, he's a well-rounded player, and now he's producing. But I still think, I, my hunch is, because of how many players have benefited from playing with Clayton Keller the last two seasons, including Travis Boyd, I think it's Clayton Keller. He's making players around him better. He has become that level of player. He's yeah, a star. It, it, you go back to what Barrett Hayton and where he's scoring his goals from. And tonight's a perfect example. It's because he's right at the blue paint. And it, and I'm not knocking Barrett Hayton at all because you, there's, you still need a, a certain amount of skill, one, to get to that area of the ice, and two, to be able to finish from that area of the ice. Just because you can get there doesn't mean you can score. So he's doing a lot of things right. But I, I, I'm going to agree with you that I think it is more of his line mates that are allowing him to get these kind of point totals that he's getting to right now. Yeah. And you see when he wasn't playing with those guys, he gets the one goal in 33 games. And now he's with them and he's putting points yeah, in. And there's probably a truth in between those two, right? But, Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. He's got good chemistry with Keller, but his job on that line is get to the net. That's his job. Get to the net. And that clears up space for other people to have the kind of success they're having this year. So I think he is an unsung hero to get Keller some of these points. 
I do because that kind of a centerman can help pull some of the traffic away from him. Um, but I think his his offensive output this year has to be attributed some to what Keller's doing. And I don't know. I like Barrett Hayton. I think Barrett Hayton has a role on a hockey team. I think he can play on a winning team. I just don't think he's the number one center on a winning team. And I and I don't mean that in a bad. The Boston Bruins need a number three center to to be the number one team in the league right now. You still need guys to fit into different spots. And I don't know if Barrett Hayton's spot is a number one center. Yeah, yep. but. Speaking of that, we have a PD's puck talk of this very goal. We do. And you'll get to see what exactly led to Barrett Hayton scoring. And I, and I think this is one of the things that, that when you watch it, you see, okay, great play by Keller and Hayton's in front of the net. And that's what happens. And that, that's what led to this goal. But there are a couple of other things that really are important things that don't show up on the score sheet. And one of those is J.J. Mosier. So let's go to... I'd like to say go to the film, but it's not. And if you're listening, we'll try to explain it as best Moving we can. from left to right on your Moving screen. Moving to left to right. Bobby, we need the heater to do this. This is the first slide. This is what this. This is how this play develops with Schmaltz carrying the puck up the wall. We, we call that climbing the wall. That's what Schmaltz is doing. He's climbing the wall. When you get a lot of activity or movement in the offensive zone, you create space for your players because the defense has to cover moving players, which is much more difficult. So the, you see teams with active defenders, meaning they're defensemen, are moving closer to the net, and they're constantly moving. More movement creates more space. That's what happens here. you got three one-on-one -on -one battles. Schmaltz, Keller, and Moser all have a one-on-one -on -one battle. They're all covered man-on-man -man by Winnipeg defenders. Now, what's interesting here is what Moser does. Moser's play makes this thing happen. Should we go to the next slide? So when Moser... Mosier goes outside the blue line because he's changing lanes with Keller. You've got to give Keller some room. But when he leaves the zone, he pulls the Winnipeg defender with him. And when the Winnipeg defender goes towards the blue line, look at all that open ice for Keller. Keller's got all this open space, and that only is created because Mosier leaves the zone. The other thing Keller does really well, this is the exact moment when Schmaltz fed him the puck. Keller's feet, we call them 10 and 2. It means his toes are... His right toe is pointing more towards the net. His momentum is carrying him towards the net, where the Winnipeg's defender is still coming towards Keller. So his puck is carrying his momentum is carrying him towards the neutral zone, which means Keller not only can get to that open space because of his great move, but his feet are moving faster, which allows him to beat his defender. So we go to the next slide. Keller's in this open area. He beats the defender to the space. Go ahead. And now. You can't let Clayton Keller come to the net on his own undefended. You can't. He's the best player on the team, leads the team in scoring. So the defender goes, I, I can't let Keller come in. So he has to leave Barrett Hayton, who's standing in front of the net. So Barrett Hayton's responsible, number two Winnipeg, is responsible for covering Hayton. He has to leave his coverage because he cannot let the most dangerous player on the ice drive the middle of the ice. So he has to leave his coverage. So all of these things snowball from the first mistake. So now Keller's got the open ice. Two goes to Keller. Next slide. Keller makes an unbelievable shot. He takes a shot attempt. He was shooting for reverse VH, by the way, just in <laughs> case you were wondering. He's trying to get over the shoulder of Hellebuck. But one of the things I want you to notice is how Barrett Hayton is handling his stick in front of the net. This is a style, like if you watch Sidney Crosby around the blue paint, this is how Sidney Crosby does, does it. Gets down on one knee. He chokes up on the stick like a baseball player does so that the stick is sticking out the end of his of his hand so he can get down lower to the puck. So anything that comes near that net, he's got the strength to push that puck into that. It can hit him in the chest and it's going in. So that's a great positioning by Barrett Hayton. The rebound on the next slide comes right to Barrett Hayton's stick and he's able to knock it in. So it all starts with the movement and active defenseman because Valamaki is down by the front of the net and Mosier's ability to pull that defensive coverage outside of the blue line.
And that was Petey's Puck Talk. Unreal as always. I learned so much. I learned so much every time. So thank you, Petey. Did that make, see, I fear that it doesn't make sense. It, it makes, makes sense. It made perfect so sense. You, you showed me that earlier, and I could have sat there and explained it myself oh. based on what you There's said. There's so much. And that's, the one thing about hockey is so hard to see all that because it happens so yeah. fast. And that's why when we talk about players making mistakes <laughs> and turning pucks over, if people have skated on ice, that skill alone, skating, doing absolutely nothing else but skating, is hard. Now imagine you've got a 250-pound guy going to put you through the glass, and you have a stick and a puck, and now you're doing it in front of five to 18,000 people. <laughs> like that you specified and five it, as a and possibility. It's, it's extremely difficult. So when a, when a person gets criticized for making a mistake in hockey, this game happens so extremely fast that it's hard. Like the turnover we talked about that led to the first goal. I, I don't know if you blame anybody. The puck came. It's a good pass from Mosier to Fisher. Just bounces over his stick. Yeah. And it, it's just kind of unlucky. And it's just, it's, the game happens so fast. So it's, it's good to slow it down sometime and still pictures and really look at it. So thanks for div for divulging. Not divulging. What are, you, what are you saying when you... For listening? Yeah, listening is the Participating? word. Participating? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that Listening was, was the word, but I was thinking... Humoring? Humoring, yeah. Humoring was, yeah. was more of the way well, I was yeah. going. Sounds a little condescending. I mean, like I could, I could say... <laughs> God, I admire these you, lights Katie. are really hot. And that was, well, it's hot in here. Maybe just after this. I'm, you do have a layer on, by the way. I know, like but I, I thought I needed layer. it. It was raining. Okay. I, I'm glad that. Oh, we got oh. the fan. Sean, can you do the that during the show? The I don't, yeah, else? you can. We'll find out. Can you, you can. Yeah, you don't hear it. You don't hear yeah. it. Yeah, I don't want to ruin the um, audio. But there, I'm so glad a goal was scored tonight because we were thinking, who are we going to choose for player of the game? And it could have gone a lot of directions, especially given that puck talk. Now there's a lot of people yeah. you can give credit to. But we gave it to Keller last game, and because he's been so on fire, as has Keller, we're going to give it to Barrett Hayton tonight's player of the game for his goal, his 15th of the season, and like we said, it's an eight-game point streak. Eights, as Andre says. Eights. 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 Is that the number? Eight? Like two eights? Is it eights? I don't Could know. Be. I he don't was know. good, and and I tell you what, those two, the, the, we, their their synergy right now and their ability to put up points together is absolutely astounding right now. And two of the tandem that's like, I, there's no better tandem in the league right now, and that's 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 saying a lot. And yeah, I'm not, and I'm not making that up. Like that's that's a frightening prospect for a team that's that's so far out of the playoffs. But yeah. it's good to see, and it gives us something to watch tomorrow. I. You're talking about Dry Saddle and McDavid and Hayton and Keller. It just doesn't have that same. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but it's so funny. Do that. We sit here and we're like, oh, turnover at the blue line. But we're just laying in the recliners, like eating our Circle K snacks. Like, PD was searching the cart for the orange slices. Orange slices. They're so gone. I had to settle with chips. And um, I love the chips. But I really had my heart set. You know when you have your heart set on yes, a snack? It's very upsetting. I, I thought we were out of the salt and pepper chips, but I found some. You found some? I went just with regular kettle cooked, but but I really had my heart set on. And thank goodness they're not there because I don't need to snack that much. But <laughs> but those orange slices slices are so so good, and they're gone. Do yep. we look at Max desk? Would she be hoarding the orange slices There's as well as the salt? It's impossible. We, we might have to. I feel like we throw Mac under the bus all the time. <laughs> food but it's usually so. her, right? Like, I, how much did she pay, by the way, to you know get get that uh, feedback? On the burrito, on how I many know. salsas to use for? Mm. Oh yeah, four. Four is acceptable. Sure. No, it's not. Mac. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not acceptable. If four, four is acceptable. Well, they'd give you four. Right. They, they give don't. You two though. They give you two. Yeah, but anyway. Anyway, we're gonna talk Sorry. about the Circle K snacks. Yeah, the snacks are unreal, and if you're looking to stock up for March Madness, swing by Circle K. They got 
um, iced coffee for just $1.89, 12 packs of beer for $9.99, Red Bull Monster, uh, just like anything you could need to stock up on. They got it at Circle K. So make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff. Um, be stocked up. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator. That's circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. Check it out. And once you stop at Circle K and fuel up, next stop, Illegal Pete's, which is where Craig and I might make a stop this Sunday in between the Coyotes game and the PHF championship game. Yep. Um, so I feel like I haven't had Illegal Pete's in too long. Sean is wearing I was illegal. I was say, where's my invite? Would you like to, to come? Game? Yeah. Okay. You want to go to yeah. the game that night? I do. Okay. Come. Well, and Sean can come to Illegal Pete's as well. So if you're going to the game and want to, more details to come, but if you're going to both games and need a break in the middle or you're going to one or the other, come to Illegal Pete's with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I am. I need my queso redemption. Yeah. Um, I, I need the queso badly. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, obviously, we all know how much I love Illegal Pete's and I hope that you all are willing to try it as well because it is amazing and nothing cares that my bracket is busted in the first round and the second round and the third round that's how i feel right now like the fresh lime tequila and sweet agave so try out an illegal pete's coin premium or frozen margarita stop by for happy hour 3 to 6 p.m every day all right pd yes you've been preparing for this i have because you're gonna give a pick of the week oh and and thanks to Owen, the host Owen. of the PHNX Does Rising that show. Owen. No. No. Throw mom off from a train. No. Oh, now I do. Billy yes. Crystal. Yeah. Owen. Um, Never mind. Anyway, we could, we so you have a pick of the week. The thanks to I have, Owen. We could go a, off the rails with that. I have a pick of the week, and I'll tell you why I picked this as my pick of the week. Because I sat and listened to our Rising show prior to our show. Okay. And they were giving a rundown of all the Euro League games coming up over the next week. And you're first of all couldn't have a bigger HK on some of these countries. So I decided instead of beating them, I joined them. <laughs> so what do you got for my pick of the week? I'm going Liechtenstein. Well, you got it right. I did get it right. Liechtenstein. Tiny Liechtenstein. In a double chance. That's how they introduce it always in the Olympics. Double Tiny chance versus Iceland. Because I don't think they're going to beat Iceland. Versus Iceland. <laughs> so, but I'm going to take I the double you, chance. I told you, super obscure. I was like, you wow. have to make this it, your pick. To win, it was plus nine, 1,900. Okay. So as a double chance, which means they can tie nil-nil, which most matches end nil-nil. So I said, give me that one. And so it's I'm going to take, as my pick of the week, Liechtenstein, double chance, Versus Iceland, <laughs> plus five hundred. <laughs> Love it. Are, That's you, it. are you are you betting it right I'm, now, Craig? I'm, no, I'm uh, I'm looking something up right okay. now. Okay, <laughs> you didn't call, and I didn't call Lichtenfels because I know Ryan Lichtenfels used to work for the Coyotes, and I almost said every time I said Lichtenstein over the last hour, I said Lichtenfels. <laughs> oh, he used to be a man. PR guy here. Oh, Hi, Ryan. Man. All right. Um, well, I saw it in the chat. Christina's going to a little I piece. know. Oh, my God. It's their 12th anniversary Sunday. So Seriously? they're doing all the fun hockey together. That's Love outstanding. Love that, Christina and Joel. Happy anniversary. Um, I saw it in the chat a little bit earlier because we had some exciting news, if you will. Josh Doan has scored <sighs> his first professional goal with the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, they're playing right now against the Ontario Reign. And, of course, Doan, assisted by... Boko, Boko Imama. Imama. Your first professional goal. It's just by Boko Imama. And Vladislav. And we're Kolyachonik. still unclear on if it's Kolyachonik or Kolyachonik. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how you say it? Yeah, yeah. that's what I've heard. Um, but Josh, your first professional goal. Yeah, so congrats cool. to Josh cool. Stone. 
That's at amazing. Home in Tucson. Yeah. In a huge game, too. Yeah, big Very game. important a game. Huge game. Very They're important. Like three to one lives. right now. Yeah, so it's Carcone added the three, list. Three one yep. at the end of the second. Three one runners? Yep. yep. Carcone added <laughs> one big, and big, big, big game. Cannot. 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 He added the second. <laughs> as they had three to one. Check still with their playoff push in the American Hockey League. So you love to see that. We'll keep an eye on Josh Stone in Tucson, but many more to come. Many more to come. The first of many. Um, just great to have the Doan name back in the organization. Just on the ice. Yeah. So really excited. Mark's about been that. to Liechtenstein. <laughs> wow. Oh, you, you blink and you miss, miss it. it. Thirty thousand population of thirty. Are you going to go there this summer? No, we oh. won't be in. Liechtenstein. You don't go into Liechtenstein. Don't plan to go to Liechtenstein. Might, might accidentally pass through it. You might. <laughs> um, all right. Well, veering off of hockey for one second. During the game tonight, I got an email from the Tempe Winds campaign. Um, headline, Tempe deserves the truth. And it said, welcome to the inaugural edition of Truth yeah. Tuesday, a newsletter for Tempe vo- voters. So the Tempe Winds, which is the pro-TED group, um, not to be confused with Tempe First, the anti-TED group, has launched a new, this is what they call a new myth-busting website called TempeTruthFirst.com. So if you go to the website, it's literally like the Tempeverse logo with the truth thing over it. And it's just going through a bunch of facts and myth-busting one by one. Um, So if you want to check it out, TempeTruthFirst.com. But I did think... It was interesting. We obviously saw the cease and desist go out last week against the, you know, the, I guess, defamation against Alex Morello. Yeah, call him corrupt. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not going to. Could you forward me that? I probably got it it as well. Okay, because here's the deal. (laughs) I saw some stuff online. I saw some stuff on the news yesterday. All I can and all I've said all along, I really don't give a shit who you which side you vote on. I don't care. It's, I don't live in Tempe. I'd love to see the team there. The team's not leaving Arizona, even if the rink doesn't go there. So they'll they'll find plan B. But if you are going to vote, base it on facts and factual information. Don't well, he didn't pay his taxes in Glendale. Well, no, he did. He did. Ask the city of Tem- Glendale. Literally, ask the city of Glendale where they were sending the tax bills to the wrong address for six months. They sent them to the wrong address. The day they got that snafu corrected at the city of Glendale, they paid up. The next day. Correct, Craig? True. Reported. Fact. The stuff that comes out here is just not true. Yeah. And, and aside, but the, one of the points they make on here is, oh, they got kicked out of Glendale. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't get kicked out for not paying their bills. They got, they ended the lease because they wouldn't sign a long-term lease. But that's, who that's, ended the lease that's, first? Who? Glendale did. Glendale. And that's fact. And and literally, on uh, Kevin Phelps, city manager, on the record, I keep saying yes. this. It, it drives me crazy when I hear these things. A couple of the other things that they pointed out in here, by the way, former council member Lauren Kuby supported city spending $40.9 million in taxpayer money to upgrade Tempe Diablo Stadium. So apparently certain stadiums and arenas are okay to spend taxpayer money on, but, but not, not others. They are clearly pointing out hypocrisy that was actually on Lauren Kuby's part. Yes, on? it was. She yes, voted it was. on it. Okay, let's talk about another one that's not on here, the Jeeplets, because this has been a huge issue. Yes. And we know, yeah, government excise taxes, right? There, are, I think there are 37, and I'm, don't quote me on that number, but it's in the 30s along Tempe Town Lake. And you know who was on the council to approve just about every one of those? Lauren Kuby. So... This Jeeplet apparently is different. different than those and I'm not, I would like to hear from Lauren Kuby why this one is different. Of course, I have tried to get people from this side on the record or to send me information, and I don't get it. I get promises that it's coming to me, but it's not coming to me. I get 
I get directed to their website. Nobody's we talking. This. Oh, this is our official spokesperson, Don Beck Thacker, who is not talking to me. So I don't know why I can't. I, I would love to hear your side because I'd love to address some of these things. Why Why were all these other cheaplets okay along Tempe Town Lake, but this one is not? Why was approving taxpayer money for Tempe Diablo Stadium okay, but this one is not? I would like to hear those answers. Are you willing to talk to me? I just wanted to have the – that needed to be a it mic drop pause. Mic drop but, but that's what we've said before, Craig. If Amazon wants to come in here tomorrow – and build a facility. Microsoft wants to come in. We're gonna guess what? They're gonna get tax breaks. Um, they they do. That's what big mis- businesses that create jobs do. And to your point, there are thirty other Gplets are along that corridor already that don't have a professional hockey team, and nobody seemed to give a shit about because it wasn't a professional hockey team. Now we care. Now it's a big deal. Like I, I don't understand. And if I hear one more time about, well, let's address the needs that are really here: low, low um, economy, How? housing, How and homelessness. Are, are you going to address that? that on Tempe Town Lake, the most valuable piece of real estate in the state of Arizona? Wait, where's the money coming from? Who's paying for it? Right, where's Taxpayers. the money coming from to fund those things, those things, those services, those very real and necessary services agree with that you, we're right? talking about? Where's the money coming there from to fund any. them? So should we get? Maybe we should raise some money. You know what we should do? Build a rink there that raises tax money for the city of Tempe, and then they can address those problems like homes, homelessness, and low Listen, income I'm housing. I'm even open to hearing other ideas on that, but I haven't heard. All I've heard is we need these services. Okay, where's the money coming from? Yes. Because, because and, oh, you want to build affordable reality, housing on Tempe Town Lake? Do you know what each one of those units would cost right. once you remediated the land, moved all the utilities, etc.? I've heard that it's somewhere between neither thousand and a million per unit really how about you take that money and build them somewhere else where it's not as costly as you can build more units so like these, i want answers to these questions but i can't get them if from the this arena side. is not built there if, instead if, they hold rallies point, in parks with the seemingly arena, the same people if the arena is not built if the arena is not built on this side does that solve the homeless and the low e- in e- income no. housing does no, that solve that problem no if they don't build the rink nope will all of a sudden this the homeless problem go away and all this low, low income housing come up if they don't build the rink no no, of, absolutely, of course not. doesn't solve the problem. It's been a garbage dump for how many years now? Nobody's going to come 70, here and save the day. About seven decades, yeah. 70 years. Nobody's going to come save the day. This is the saving day project. Who's paying to clean it up? Tempe can't clean it up. You, you like it, the cost can't afford of it. it. Look, at their, look at their annual can't afford it. budget. To clean they can't it up. Just to, clean to it up. remediate. Oh, yeah. Sorry, and, I'm done. Okay, first of all, Trey, this is funny because yes. Trey lives in New Jersey okay. and is like, it's funny. It's okay. interesting to hear what's we'll going stop. on. But also, Roaring Fork said, and I saw this one today. They didn't even bring up the millions, millions of, of gallons of water waste <laughs> issue. Did you see that on Twitter yes, today? I did. Yeah, like I'd making been, making done. people think that it's all about the rink, that the rink's going to use that water. And, yeah. and, and, no. Did you see that outdoor rink in their information that they put out on Twitter today? In their outdoor rink that they're practicing on. What outdoor rink in Arizona? Besides well, when the not. outdoor There's game no comes outdoor here, rink. inevitably. Anyway, well, they might we, do one in winter like Rockefeller Center for sorry, a Sorry, John. But it's all, John's also, in Winnipeg. they're like recycling water. I mean, we'll go. We'll, we'll hit it. As this vote approaches, we'll get into it again. I'm let's sorry. Let's deal with facts. Yeah. Can we deal with Craig, facts? Can, can you call me and let's deal with facts? Yes. And I, I have questions we have for rooms. that side. We have the show. Because I think there's yeah, so much misleading info being put out. And I know politics are dirty these days. I know they're dirty these days. Lauren Kuby can be on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Lauren Kuby, open invitation. Come on the show. Um, Come on the show. I, yeah. Absolutely. And, and I'm sorry that we have to go this way on a Coyotes postgame show, but this is just the reality of the situation the Coyotes. Yeah, this happened today, so we apologize. Are in right now. So we'll rail we it back to, yeah. in. So we need to talk about it because it's important. And as this vote approaches, it's only going to get more public and more 
I'm yes. sure nasty. Um, so we'll see, but we'll keep an eye on all of that. Um, but we can all agree that a great spot in Tempe is the Four Peaks H Street Pub. Uh-huh. Um, by the way, Craig shows up to the office today with like three cases of Four Peaks beer for a little restock of the fridge. Just saying. That's because Four Peaks hooked us up for the party. They did. You gotta say it. They Thanks, did. Cliff. Thank yes. you, Cliff. You hooked us up. And don't Four worry, the beer, all of the beer, well, we drank a lot of it at your house. Yeah, you guys did drink a lot of it. Like you showed up and you said, I thought there was going to be more, but we still got a little restock. We were people were drinking Four Peaks, watching the baseball game, watching the hockey game tonight. We love Four Peaks. So if you're looking for another spot in Tempe as well, check out Four Peaks. And a month away, before all this, temp, all of the Tempe votes and the draft lottery in April, is the NFL draft. Um, and we know the Cardinals actually do have the third overall pick and a new coach and a GM, a new GM. So it's a big opportunity and the best place to take in this pivotal moment. And the rest of the NFL draft is April 27th at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. So you must be 21 or older to drink and enjoy responsibly. And I think after, you know, we just went on a rant. Maybe we all need to calm down when we get home tonight. I know how we can do that. Um, it's OGs. We get some help. And the OGs also made an appearance at Craig's St. Patrick's Day party. Yeah, I will I not name know. names. Where, yeah, where did that come from, by the way? Um, well, Saul pulled it out of his back pocket. Okay. Well, you didn't name a name. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's just a, a ton of great things you can get from OGs. Anything for any of your needs. We got the Happy Balance Strawberries and Cream, which is the one-to-one CBD THC. Or two-to-one. Is it two-to-one? Um, CBD THC ratio um we also have the sleep edition gummies which they're live which i know a lot of people struggle with sleep i know people who take ogs to help get to sleep and it helps them a ton so as always you can find ogs at your local dispensary by checking out ogsbrands.com that's o-g-e-e-z brands.com must be 21 or older to enjoy all right i just want to now i'm going to take a second we're going to look around the league because Yes, the Coyotes were on an eight-game point streak. Mm-hmm. Yes, they're still far out of the bottom race, but it was a good night. Boston beat Ottawa. Columbus beat Washington 7-6 in overtime. I'm not saying they are, but Philadelphia beat Florida. That's important. Montreal won. That's important. Um, and then we got Anaheim playing Calgary and Vegas playing Vancouver. Those two games are happening now. Canucks are down 3-1 in Uh-oh. the second and yeah. the Ducks are down 3-1 in the second. But that game, I guess, is a little less important than The Vancouver. Canucks won. Yeah, that one So, matters. yeah. So, but as far as if all things could have gone pretty well tonight and it hasn't in a very long time, it feels like they did yeah. tonight. So... I don't know. I still have to believe. Yeah, and they're on the road for two more, so they could make some progress here. We'll see. They could. It, okay. Never say never. Number five spot is still. It's still there. It's still there. And it I'm is. gonna and I'm gonna do my nightly thing where I say oh. the hockey gods, the Coyotes have worked hard. Oh, and here it is. Played well. And, I see what's coming. And they deserve they deserve the, to win the or move up in the draft lottery. Please and thank you. Please. So have you already done this for today? No, no, no. No, and I feel are like we doing it live. So we're, we're doing going it live, to. and I feel like it should be Sean that does it. No, 100% it should be Sean yeah, that does because... it. So what we're going to do from here on out, because there's four weeks left of the NHL regular season, and we've been talking about the lottery, which is on May 8th, but there's this little website called tankathon.com. You might have heard of it. Which is a genius, by the way. So shout out 
to the people who run this website. Um, and they have a NHL draft lottery simulator, which they set the standings after every single game. So it's super up to date. And I know a ton of people in our Discord and on Twitter do this already. Yeah, and you can also see the odds for all the picks that, yes, that, that are possible. Yes, you can. For go team. on this website and click around. It's really cool. So we're going to do one sim lottery per okay. post game show. And we're going to track it. And we're going to keep track of our stats. Okay. And we're going to present our data on the draft lottery show at, before they pull the ping pong balls. So, Sean, Without further are you ado, ready? It's all on you, Sean. It's our first lottery. Here we go. Da, 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 da. Oh, and the Coyotes dropped one spot to eighth. <sighs> Love it. All right. Well, there you go. There we go. But we're going to keep track. All right. <laughs> so, hey, but, gets... um, but they also get the 12th pick from Ottawa at this moment. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, and Chicago didn't get the first pick either. So I counted it as a win. Washington. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> I know. Ovechkin goes, bring in another one. Yeah. Wow. If the, if the rich get richer, buddy. That's how it works. Boy, it's National howdy. Hockey League. That would be crazy if the Caps won it. Boy, howdy. Um, all right. Well, you talked about they're on the road still a little bit this week. So I think we should look at the upcoming schedule um, because they have a back-to-back. They're flying to a different time zone, a different cold Canadian city for a late start, this 730. Crazy, right? Like even this three-game trip, look at it. They go to Manitoba, then they go over to Edmonton, then they go down to Colorado. It's like, where's Calgary in that? Calgary should be a part of this trip, right? Like, just, But nah. also, can we talk about why do they have a back-to-back Sunday? Look, at in this two-week stretch, there's three back-to-backs. Yep. For a team that hasn't why played a lot of back-to-backs. Why do they do this? Back-to-back. It's so rude. I, I'm going to agree so here. Rude. Let's talk about it. I don't know. So this schedule, we, again, we've talked about Edmonton right now is a t- one of the top teams in the Western Conference. They're going to be a playoff team. Okay. They are sitting home tonight. They are not playing. And they're at home in their own beds. They'll get a reasonable night's sleep. Kyrie's are in Winnipeg. Now, not only do they have to travel through time zones, through cold weather, to the longest airport to hotel drive in the National Hockey League from Edmonton to the airport. True story. Not making it up. Wait, because you're going to get there. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but now they're playing at 8.30 local time tomorrow to, to for national television. So their body time now is central zone. So that's going to be like... 9.30 at night for what they've been at over the last 48 hours. I like the same thing I said tonight. They need to play well for the first period. And playing well in the first period tomorrow means 0-0 after one or 1-1. They need to be tied after one. Otherwise, this one could get ugly. Because one thing Edmonton can do is Edmonton can score goals. They've won eight of their last ten. They've won five of their last six at home. This team is great on home ice, and they can throw up huge numbers. Coyotes need to keep this one tight early, or this is one... That's going to go off the rails. And then where, where do they go next? Oh, you know. Is that the second farthest airport it in is. the NHL from an arena? <laughs> so I by think the time you go from the rink to the airport yeah. in Edmonton to the airport to the hotel, you're going to spend nearly two hours in the team bus between the two airports. You're getting re- get, getting to bed really late that night after you get into Thursday's Colorado. a day off. And yeah, it, it's a day off, but it's a, just, it, it's a zombie walk. day. We call like, them zombie is, days. It is a zombie day. So I, I I I don't know if I, the one thing though this team has played well in Colorado over the last two seasons. So don't don't say no to that. We'll have to talk to AJ and Rudo about that. <laughs> yeah, one. they got a home and home with Colorado. They might get one of those. I'm they might get three out of four points. <laughs> Heard it here first, Rudo. Yeah, they're seeing a lot of Colorado and Edmonton in the next couple of days. Here. I think tomorrow's tomorrow's tough. When you look at what Drysdale and McDavid have done, McDavid's over 136 points right now. You look at what those two have done offensively. There is one mission, and I've always said this, and I know it sounds ridiculous when you talk about what are the keys to the game. 
and I'm going to give a, a quick tease to key number one tomorrow. Anytime you play Edmonton, anytime, every stop time, there's McDavid. only one thing is stop McDavid. And it, it sounds like you're overstating it. And I swear this is when I used to write the keys to the actual keys to the game on the actual whiteboard inside the locker room. Number one was always stay above McDavid. Yes. Always. And how, let, let me ask you, go deeper into that because just staying above him. Connor McDavid is one of the fastest players in the league and maybe even faster with the puck on his stick. How far above him do you have yeah, but, to be to be safe? But the thing that, that's most important is you need to stay above him in the offensive zone, your offensive zone. When you're trying to score and you have the puck, you still have to defend McDavid. And that's when you have the puck. And that's where teams screw up. You don't need to score when McDavid's on the ice. And I'm sorry if you, I get it in the playoffs and you're competing against yeah, him. Yeah. Yes. When you're the Arizona Coyotes... You get off every shift 0-0 with Connor McDavid, you have a chance to win. So you defend even when you're offensive. When I stay above him in the offensive zone, I get it. He's going to beat you every time in a foot race. You need to be in his lane. You can't give him much space because if you give him six feet of head start, yeah, he'll blow by you. You need to be within a stick length of him, and you can't leave him. And that means you've got a body in front of him. you got to stay in front of him in his lane. When you watch teams that defend him well, there's a player – within one stick length of Connor McDavid. And I'm sorry that it's like little peewee hockey where you go stay on Johnny because he's their best player. You stay on Connor McDavid. Yeah. I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's uh, offense, defense, neutral zone. And they get the Oilers twice yeah. during the stretch yeah. along with Colorado. This is a nasty six-game stretch that they're in before the Sharks arrive. These, but maybe they, that's I mean, good. They, they could conceivably lose all six of these and, games. And I urge hockey fans on this game tomorrow night to watch somebody away from the puck perform unbelievable things. Watch Connor McDavid when he's on the ice. Just isolate on how quickly he moves to different areas of the ice to find open space. There's nobody better. Sidney Crosby, similar movement, but not at the pace that Connor McDavid moves. By yeah. the way, I want to see McKinnon, McCarr, McDavid, and oh. Dreisaitl at 13 at rows up. Yeah. Go to the mullet next weekend. Buddy, can you imagine? Boy, howdy. Boy, howdy. Some of the best players in the world from 13 rows away. And if you go in between the periods to the lower concourse, just watch them walk by. I'm surprised more people don't go there. More people don't go to that lower level. I don't think everybody knows about it. I don't think everybody's aware of it. Yeah. Check that out. Behind the visitor goalie, lower level, just take the stairs all the way down and just keep falling around. You're going to walk into this big glass wall and you can see every player separated by a pane of glass. It's really cool. It is really cool. Very and cool. get yourself a, a hot dog while you're there because it's right yeah, by the Yeah, there's a concession stand. stand right there. I do actually like that idea, and I know Edmonton does this right as well. I like the idea of being able to see Walk the team the as they come, they come through. Buffalo yeah. does it. It's a cool idea, actually. Sabres do it. Yeah. yeah. I think the Coyotes should do that in their new arena. I do At too. some point, if it gets approved, we're going to basically you Give know inform pitch. the coyotes of the things we'll that they need to have in the oh, arena. We, we'll just yeah. do we'll a pitch. We'll be invited to the design meeting. I'm sure we will. Yeah, duh. Gary Bettman has Craig on speed dial. By the way, <laughs> he did say he'd come on the show if the arena gets approved. I remember that. I think will he stick to it? I don't know. Who knows? Um, well, speaking we'll of hold his feet to the fire. Speaking of Colorado, uh, our friend Vaguely Sober sent us a super chat. Um, so thank you, Vaguely Sober. Nice to see you in our chat again. Just heart peach next heart. Thank you, and we hope to see you in our post game shows after the Coyotes play the Abs. Yeah, um, it's gonna be a heck of a hockey game. Yeah, that's a good team, but I, I just Coyotes. They, the Kyrs are going to get points against the Abs this week. Oh. <laughs> telling you. Or as you would say, hee <laughs> um, All right. Well, Sean is back, so we have a punch card. Yeah. This is Sean's job security right here. Um, as we already mentioned that they set a record for most wins on a line. Six wins on a line. Only 
two losses on this line? Is that real? But if they would have oh done that on two God. more lines, we'd be talking playoffs. I know. Playoffs? I know. It's unreal. 11 games left. 11 That's games to go. On. I know. That's 11? That's a, there's only nine on it. I don't know. I never counted. 11 games. Unreal. 11 games left. Un God, that's going to be over freaking you know real. It. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Um, well, like Craig mentioned, he spent a lot of tonight answering 113 mailbag questions. That's coming tomorrow, right? That's Craig? coming tomorrow. Um, I've got something on something different than normal on the prospects the following day. I'm going to do something on ASU, just sort of looking at the state of things now that Josh Doan has left the program. And then next week, I have my actual prospect report coming out, at which point I hope. To know how to really pronounce Koliachinov or <laughs> And I hope you'll let oh, us know yeah. when you find out. Yep. Um, but yeah, the mailbag, that's for diehards only, which, by the way, everyone's asking the questions that you want to ask, probably. So read it. Um, and it's it's a, it's so much knowledge. Like It's so good. It's a book at this um, point. Yeah. So become a diehard so you can read that. Um, and also become a diehard. You get access to our Discord. You get 20% off on merchandise. We're exclusive merch, too. Yes. I'm rocking the hoodie. You're rocking the tee, which I'm also wearing under this. I wish this. I could say the other thing, but I can't say the other thing. Maybe some merch that you haven't seen yet. Mm. I don't know. That's what I'll say. Oh, I've seen. We've seen. Can you say that? Sure. I don't know. I don't know. We'll get a phone call after the show and see. Um, And you also get 20% off on events like our upcoming tea party. But I'm really excited because we don't just do what we do every day, have shows, have merchandise. We also like to give back to the community, which we've seen by some of our efforts with some of Craig's favorite charities um, involving animals. But Tomorrow, Wednesday, we're giving back to the community during our first PHNX Community Day. So you can help us support the community. This is Wednesday, March 22nd. And every Super Chat on every show, so not just our show, any show on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, proceeds from every show will go towards benefiting Ryan House, um, which is an unbelievable organization um, that helps families who are going through, you know, just really tough times. And this is an organization that means a lot. Lindsay Smith is really involved with this and she has brought Ryan House to our attention and we've, you know, done a little bit with them, but we're really, really, really excited to raise money for them. So I hope to see you. And you don't have, like, if you can only give a dollar, two, five, ten, anything that helps, anything matters. So we hope to see you in our chats tomorrow so you can donate. And if you go to the Sun Devil Show at two o'clock, Sean has pledged... If they raise $200 in Super Chats, he will dye his hair. And the person who donates the most, which doesn't have to be 200 but if you do 50 and everyone else does 5 yeah. you can choose the color. Wait, is it just a single color? Wow. Well, or, or other options there, is a, there is a way to Sh- have multiple colors, but I don't remember. Did you say remember. Sean or Shane? Sean. Uh, if it's $400, I'll, I'll, I'll do multiple colors with like a pad Buddy. or something. So I don't know. We God might have. I don't know if we're gonna come up with something ourselves. No, but I, but I do want to say, in all seriousness, I don't know how to do that. Super Send a chat. super chat. Yeah, I don't know how. It's. Can I you can show teach you. me? There's literally a little button with a dollar sign okay, on and it. I'll, can we do it during the show tomorrow? Yeah. Cool. You can. I can super chat. Super chat. Our can I ask show. you a question? Yes, you can. Perfect. You absolutely and can. And you have to read it. Um, but okay. yeah, so, and just uh, Ryan house, they provide respite and palliative care for children with life limiting medical conditions and their families. And they also provide children with hospice care to make their end of life journeys as easy as possible for both <sighs> the kids and the families. So, um, it's, it's set up like summer, a summer camp to make it feel cool and not 
you know, so serious and, and it's great for the families and they have a playground, a family room, a kitchen. Um, it's just, it's an amazing organization. So if you can support it in any way, it really, really means a lot to us and to Ryan house as well. So that's Wednesday all day, every show, super chats, and we'll be on our post game show. So hope to see some super chats there as well. Anything you can give goes a long way. So we sincerely appreciate that. Um, but like I said, later this week, the PHNX tea party is happening um, and tickets are selling fast. So if you want to come, you better get on it now. And if you're a diehard, you can save a little extra. Um, we were we were there last time. It was a blast. Golf, foods, drinks, contests, prizes, and more. Uh, the, the Suns game will be on. The Suns crew will be there. The PHNX crew will be there. Diehards will be there. And uh, you can check the link in the show notes to reserve your spot today and Diehards Check Discord for your exclusive discount link. Oh, then we won't do that. Yes. We, game. we, we do have game. a game, but I implore you to go because it's yeah. going to be a lot of fun. All the other. And you can go and, the cool people and watch that. us on your phone. Like we know some like people have done. CWP would do. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else before we head out tonight? Any final thoughts on this game or anything? <laughs> no, I, I again, I, I'm impressed with how this team behind 2 nothing after the first period continued to play hard and did not quit and did not give up. It just shows what this team has been about over the last two months. And that, that still impresses me. And it easily could have, could have folded and been blown out in this three fun storylines that i'm watching we already mentioned clayton keller that's one i want to see it happen i love seeing records yes. broken. and if he gets past 86 it'll just be mind-blowing to me you're passing keith kachuk yeah it's unreal the best player in this franchise's yeah. history matthias michelli i would like to see him get on a little bit of a run himself i don't think he's going to win the calder trophy but he i would love be to see him be a finalist yeah and if he gets a little you know if he gets can, he be, can, he, can we at least get him in the discussion I can't believe he's not in the discussion for a lot of people. This is something that bothers me about voters sometimes. They're not they're not always paying full attention. Matias Michelli should be a top five yeah. called a trophy candidate, without a doubt, in my opinion. Yes. If he gets hot, he could be a finalist. We he, we could be talking about him. We could be seeing him in Nashville on June 26th at the award show. He could be a finalist for this award. So I'd like to see that. And then the other one that we just talked about a couple shows ago, and it's he's not going to be a finalist. Get some love for Andre Tourigny yeah. and what he's yeah. done this year. I want to see that keep up as well. I want to see if he enters the conversation. I do think it's being pushed uh, on some level, you know, with with international media in Canada and here. Some people are really taking notice of what he's done here. And if they come back home and get on another tear at Mullet, it's hard to ignore that. Yeah, and, and again, I, I don't think either of us are saying that that he should no. be the this coach is Montgomery's of the year. award. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you you have to be in the playoffs and be a top contending team to I, I get that but he still should be recognized for what this team has accomplished with the roster that they put out on a nightly basis this yep. season yep absolutely so even though it's been it's been a very interesting season there's some stuff to watch in this final stretch mm -hmm. of the games and we'll be uh live every every time post game um so be sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel and hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live, especially tomorrow with our community day. Um, so we hope to see everybody there. And follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at SPetersHockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, not the country singer. Um, I did find Elizabeth, by the way, if you know, you know. Have you talked to her? I did email her. Who did you her. find? Yeah. Just, just say, hey, what's up Someone here? In, named Elizabeth had used my email and was booking hotels in Geneva and... I tweeted about it and my cousin found the real Elizabeth and sent me her email. And I just was like, I'll email her. 
And he, I emailed her and she was like, yeah, that's me. Sorry about that. And I just forwarded all the okay. stuff. It was a happy well, ending. She's not spending your money. No, she wasn't. It was a happy yeah. ending. Um, anyway, you can follow Sean on Twitter at Sean underscore to pause. this internet. Thing, and you can follow the show on Twitter at BHNX underscore. I'm one from Craig Morgan, by the way. I was about Craig Morgan, the country singer. If you tune in tomorrow, there may be a musical element tomorrow. That is true. That's all we'll say. I'll just leave it at that. That's worth all the super chats, oh by boy. the way. Oh, my God. That's on super chat night. Yeah. It's got to be now. Yeah. Anywho, um, we appreciate you all. Thanks again, everybody in the chat. Hit this like button before you go. And if you're listening on audio, like, subscribe, leave us a review. Have a great rest of your night, everybody. And we'll see you again tomorrow night.